G'day Raiders family, it's Berkey here and welcome to this week's top 10 um, of our pre-game show for the round 9 game against the Titans in a little over three and a half hours today. Guys, a little bit late today with the potty, apologies. Uh, just a few family things this week to clear up and a little bit short of time guys, but I'm here um, and looking forward to today's game. Uh, so look, bit of a wash up from last week, I didn't get a top 10 out, uh, just with some family and some work things that needed to get sorted out, but it was a fantastic win, um, gritty, hard, uh, yeah, one of the real um, one of the real shining lights so far of our season, I'll, I'll cover off a little bit on what I think last week's win can do for our year, uh, but look, I was super proud of the boys' efforts last week, as I'm sure most of you Raiders fans were, particularly just how dirty we got uh, in defence and, you know, never took a backwards step. And as I've said a number of times in this podcast and you've read elsewhere, uh, defence is nothing but attitude. Um, that's all it is. It's not about ability. Uh, it's purely about what's between your ears, getting there and being tough under pressure. That makes a footballer is toughness under pressure. Um, and we displayed that in absolute spades last week. So it was a really, really good win. Anyway, let's get into this week's top 10. Um, so I want to go to the Titans first, who I think their main four areas or their key areas and players are in today's game. And just like in round one, Ash Taylor's going to be their absolute go-to man in attack. Now, with no Kane Elgie in the side today, um, Taylor will try and run both sides of the field himself in attack, even with Bryce Cartwright playing left and Ash Taylor playing on the right side, you'll probably find that Taylor will have the ball in his hands four out of five rucks at least, as well as the kicking game. The biggest thing to unsettling Ash Taylor, and you can see what uh, Tarek Sins did when the Roosters played the Dragons and the way he was able to hammer Cooper Cronk consistently, is to take away Ash Taylor's decision-making with the ball. What I mean by that is we need very, very good, quick line speed up, to take away how much time and how much opportunity he has to think about his plays. If we can take, if we can take away his, his time management, that's where we'll get on top of him because he'll start to make uncharacteristic errors like any player does under pressure. If you stand back and stargaze and don't put that pressure on him from inside and outside defenders, we're going to be in big trouble. So our line speed's critical against Ash Taylor. I can't stress it enough. We need to pressure pressure and put more pressure on him to unsettle him. That really is a non-negotiable today with him. If we can nullify the key attacking man, which is him, then they really don't have a plan B to win the game. So most important, we get up in his face and take away his decision-making time. I think in this game compared to last game, where we never had the fitness or the legs to get to him for 80 minutes. I think nine rounds in, our match fitness and our match legs are far better to put that pressure on him. Number two is Bryce Cartwright. Now, look, he likes playing pretty with the ball in hand. He plays very slowly to the line. He, he's similar in the way that Sam Williams plays in attack. He dawdles up in, in attack and plays very slowly, trying to have our defence react by also slowing down. Once again, we can't afford to do it. We can't sit back and watch what he does. We need to expose him as a 5'8". He's a second rower. He's not a 5'8". So we need to be really, really quick on him and around him. Once again, he's a confidence player 
And if we can get a couple of errors out of him early, he usually goes hiding then in attack. He doesn't want to take the ball or take the line on. One of his big plays is his inside runners, particularly Michael Gordon, who he'll try and find and hit around the marker area. So we've got to be really tight around that ruck um, and make sure that we move up together and cover those inside balls. Number three, I've gone for a joint uh, joint number three in, Jallet, in uh, Jared Wallace and Jai Arrow. They've been two of the unsung heroes of the Titans pack really since the start of the year. Um, usually in attack, these two guys will be the first two rucks to bring the ball out of their own end because of their speed and their footwork. Now, they'll usually play a bit wider in attack. They'll usually hit it one off the ruck and try and hit our edges and move our markers in and out of the play, trying to fatigue us. So, as I said, they're agile and light. Once again, we need to win that ruck area. These big two plays of Titans try and get on early as a bit of momentum is to get good field position for Ash Taylor to attack from around our halfway by the second or third tackle. So once again, our light speed needs to be on song that we've got Ash Taylor getting the ball on the fourth tackle around his 30-metre line for a kick downfield. If we can win that territory game with good, strong, solid defence and get Jack getting his kick return on our 40, then we're going to win that ruck battle nine times out of ten and it should be the game. But we've got to get these two guys early, Wallace and Arrow, and make sure they don't get a lot of easy yards. Number four, I've gone for Conrad Hurrell. Now, this guy loves playing against the Raiders, and he particularly likes playing against Jared. He likes to inspire his team, like he did in the first round where he put Jared, he put, uh, Jared into the head bin with his bulldozing runs. In particular, when he does run, he just likes to pick out one player and runs full steam at them, trying to make an impact. So it's really, really important that we keep the ball away from him, from him in broken play, as well as set plays. Once again, we need that line speed to impact his runs. Just a memo to Blake. Blake, last time we played the Titans, for some reason, mate, you continually kick to, to Harrell from the kickoff or from drop kicks. Mate, kick it to the other side. The impact is not as bad by kicking to the other centre in Elliott than kicking to Harrell all the time. So kick the ball away from him because it makes the defensive roles a lot easier. So that's the top four plays or players, I think, the Titans are going to rely on today to get their win. Let's pair back to the most important part, which is the Raiders. So number five, I've gone Leipana Mark II. I love the eccentric Leipana of 2016 and parts of 2017 with their Harlem Globetrotters style of play. However, I'm really loving this blue-collar version they've brought to the side this year. Let's be honest, the grit and determination they are showing to get us out of trouble since the start of the year basically has been inspirational. That one-two punch they give us from the back and getting the ball out is without a doubt the you know the best in the competition right now, bar none. Their metres are enormous. They give us a roll on the front foot straight away. Our forwards aren't traipsing back nearly as far to take the third, fourth or fifth tackles. Um, and it just gives us that confidence that we need so badly. So the way they've been playing has been just fantastic, and that's that it's a really it's a real blue collar coal miners type of play, where it's just dark, it's crappy. Someone's got to do it, and they're sticking their hand up. Once again, number six, the other three I can't leave out: Jack, Jared, or Nick. 
uh, last week once again their, their their runs were off the planet with their involvement to get us out of trouble um, they just give us a massive breather between sets and just allows our forwards to have some juice in the tank um, for their own runs um, I've got to say I think you know Jack White in this year has, has just gone to another level level of maturity from my perspective um, even with all the outside pressure that he's under um, he's still been one of our best players this year, bar none. And I just think he's been pretty faultless this year, as, you know, particularly with silly errors. Uh, you could probably count on even one hand the amount of errors that he's made or penalties that he's given this year compared to last year. Speaking of errors, it was a concern last week still with some of the schoolboy type of errors we did make last week. Guys, I said, I said it all the time. We just can't sugarcoat some of the errors we made. We made 12 against the Cowboys. If it had been against Melbourne and we gave Melbourne the field position we gave to the Cowboys, I'd be having a post-mortem on, our, on how we got flogged like no other. As I said, 12 errors in a game is probably 10 errors too many. And it's a big part of our game we need to work on and get rid of it. Um, most of the errors were purely fatigue. And as I said at the start, it, that's toughness under pressure, self-discipline, um, and just having that attitude not to make any errors. Fatigue's tough to get over. Fatigue is very tough to get over, but we just have to have a mental aptitude to find a way to get over it, to get rid of these little errors that, that creep in from time to time. Now, number eight, I've gone for Bryce Cartwright and Ash Taylor again. They're massive liabilities in defence, and they both couldn't knock the ash off a cigarette with their tackles. So we need to exploit them as much as we can either side of the ruck. Taylor will defend one in off the wing, so around outside centre. Cartwright will probably do the same. So we just got to try and exploit them as much as we can. Cartwright in particular turns and chases like a like a cruise liner trying to turn in Lake Burley Griffin. He's very slow, so we just need to exploit Cartwright, particularly with inside balls, to make him move laterally. He does not move well for a big guy laterally. Up and down, he's fine, but moving side to side, he is extremely slow. Number nine this week, I've gone for Danama Slui again. I don't know whether he's just been a favourite of mine the last couple of weeks, but he's just impacted me the last month with how much venom and ferocity and consistency he's brought to our bench. Didn't really notice him much at the Broncos or the Dragons, but you know, obviously I, I, I don't really watch their games, but I think this year he's been in our top three forwards the last month at least. As I said, the venom and enthusiasm he is bringing with his stints on the field just becomes infectious for the rest of the guys and the rest of the team. His second efforts against the Cowboys last week, if you go back and watch the game, his clean-up work around the ruck was just terrific. And we just need more of the same today. Please, Dinamish, you're absolutely killing them. Finally, this week, I've gone for Flick the Switch. Um, I have to admit, I just feel a little bit excited for today's game. The games like last week against the Cowboys, where you have those really tough, nutty wins away from home, just gives you something in your DNA that you can start to conquer any obstacles that are thrown in your way. I think last week may well have been a season-defining a season game for us. Um, you know, it just has that, that really nice smell of uh, a great win against quality op- opposition away from home 
in the heat. We've had a full seven days now for recovery. And I just feel today could be the time where we can get the gravity hooks off the team and blue sky us to bigger and better things. So Raiders, that's it for my top 10 this week. Um, as always, guys, thank you so much for the love and support. I love your feedback. I love your comments. And I want more of the same this week, guys. So as I always say, if you think of anything that I've missed or you want to add in, then you can catch me either at Twitter, at BerkeyTop10. So Twitter handle BerkeyTop10. Or my Facebook page, which is at Berkey's Top 10. So that's Berkey's with an S. Guys, until next week in my post-game wrap, that's all for today. As always, this is Berkey, bleed green, out.